Welcome back. Random Reg. What's the song that Maybe is? it should be that instead of Brother Reg. Random Between two Reg thoughts. <laughs> All right, Marco, will you delete everything we got so far? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Loki, yeah. he's going to keep it just to listen. Yeah, to I know. That's what he did last time, too. I know it. I got our song. He knows it. Welcome to this episode. My name is Reg Allen, and I've got a few friends with me today. Introduce yourself, friends. I am Marco Reyes, and can I tell you where I'm from again? Please do. Mm, please. Only, from... only if it's from Mud Lake. <laughs> okay, you said it. Who's next? <laughs> Wait, how are people supposed to know where Mud Lake is? You gotta... Mud Lake is 30 minutes, 35 minutes, directly west of Rexburg on Highway 33. That's pretty much it. It's not really a special place, but it's special in my heart. Whenever you use a, a town the size of Rexburg as the benchmark of where something else is, <laughs> you know it's legit. <laughs> it used to be called Crystal Lake. <laughs> uh, got it. I'm Christina Paisley. I'm also from Mud... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Canada. I'm from Vancouver, the western part of Canada. But like I'm where? actually lo- like I'm from an island off the coast <laughs> of Vancouver. All these people hear me say that a hundred times a day. It's because it's the best island on earth. Okay, I'm London Parsons. I'm also from Canada, but I'm from the better part. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Have fun pronouncing that. Yeah. As I've said before, anybody that knows me knows that I'm fairly random. And I've got some fun ideas to talk about today. My hope is to talk about them with my friends. Honestly, I would kind of like some people to join with me. So if you're listening to this and you're like, that would be fun to join into, I'm down with that. I'm going to respond to anybody that ever reaches out to me always and forever. So if you're hearing this and you're like, I listened today, I love it, I want in, whenever it is, shoot me a note, regallen at gmail.com. R-E-D-G-E-A-L-L-E-N at gmail.com. I would actually really love to know what you're thinking. Unless it's bad, and then I want you to send that to London, Marco, (laughs) or Christina. Um, Lucky for real, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for real. Only send me things that are positive. Um, Good vibes only. Good vibes only. When you're coming into Rexburg winter, you deserve good vibes. True. So here's, um, here's what I've been thinking about. For those of you that don't know my background, I thought I'd mention professionally my experience just briefly and then introduce something crazy. My professional experience has almost always been in entrepreneurship, and I've been fortunate to have started and, and sold businesses in the past, and I've also had business failures. My perspective is interesting because I was I was lucky to have made large amounts of money in my 20s and also lose massive amounts of money, and the perspective of those two extremes has brought perspective and, uh, and good soul-searching. So good times, bad times, and in between. Here's my thought. A mentor of mine when I was 21, this is kind of one of the strangest things, but he pulled me aside one time and he said, Reg, I think I foresee you making tons of money, millions of dollars, which I think is awesome and well-deserved. And then you're going to lose it all. And then you're going to have a choice on what you do after that, whether you want to go after it or whether you don't want to go after it again. I was so 
shocked by what he said that I could only really hear one thing that he said, which was that you're going to lose it all. And all I could think of was, wasn't the compliment of him thinking that I would make millions of dollars. It was the curse of him saying, you're going to lose it all. And so all I could think of is what, what is it he sees in me that I'm going to lose it all. Interestingly enough, um, within just a few years, we did make millions of dollars and then, uh, and then I'd lost it all. And I found myself eight years ago in his living room. He didn't know that I had lost money and he actually hadn't known that I had made millions. I hadn't, I hadn't stayed that connected with him. And I was sitting there in his living room and I said, his wife was there and I said, do you remember what you told me about my future? And his wife says, you mean when he told you that you were going to make millions of dollars and then lose it all? And I'm like, you remember that? And she's like, oh yeah, how could I ever forget that? And then I told him it was true. And that was a humbling moment for me. It was like full circle. I, I don't even fully grasp the whole the whole deal. It's just interesting and, and strange. But he told me that the first million would be the hardest to make. And he always told me that, but I'm like, I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. But now in, in retrospect, I realized that it was a mental barrier that I had to cross to know that it was possible. And I've been thinking recently about... Uh, that I haven't been challenging myself professionally in terms of, of financial growth. I, I've been investing my whole life into my friends and, uh, and my teaching, which I do love and cherish. But I also feel like there's a part of me that, that's neglected some of the drive I have financially and, and creating some business results. So here's the crazy challenge I've been thinking of I want to talk to you guys about. I was thinking about starting a bank account with $1 in it, just depositing $1 creating an account and seeing how long it takes for me to have that $1 become a million with zero additional capital, no capital, nothing else, just the dollar and how long it takes to have that dollar become a million. I was thinking, wouldn't that be so fun if we all did that together? Like not, uh, I, I mean like separately, you know, that, <laughs> Yeah, let's start a banking out with Reg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shared account. This is gonna be great. <laughs> I love great. it. You're like, I'm now cards. I'm now a one fourth owner of a dollar. <laughs> That's twenty five I'm not I'm not understanding your parameters. you you said no additional capital. So yeah. like ju you just start right so there. So this is this is what I mean by that. I mean like I put a dollar into a bank account and I use none of my additional financial resources. Nothing. I can use nothing other than my time, my own creativity, and my own drive to work to have a dollar become a million. So you can add in like stuff, money from your paychecks and stuff like that, that you've earned like using your time. Yeah, Is that what that's, you're saying? That's actually a good, I, I've been trying to think this through, but I think in my mind, it doesn't come from my employment. The dollar has to become a million from my own business practices. I'm and liking this. This is like the silliest, this is the silliest example I have, but like if I wanted to take a dollar and I went door to door and said, hey, I tell you what, I'm selling dollars and I'd like to know if you'd like to buy my dollar. And then I wait till someone says, how much is it? And I say, it's $2. And I get someone to laugh enough that they're like, I'll buy your dollar. I've got two. Whatever the heck it takes for me to have that dollar become a million through my own creativity, my own thought, then I just work on it and I just do it. And I leverage my the money within that account. Now I've got $2 to work with. If I buy something at the dollar store and I say, this is five bucks, you want to buy it? And I sell it. I've now I've got, you know, 
I, I didn't do well in math, whatever that amount equals. Like whatever it takes for it to become a million, like how long does it take for me to take a dollar with no other financial resources while having a full-time job and just having side hustles to have it become a million? And I was, I was thinking like if people joined me on this challenge, what if we regularly just touch base every now and again about like what we've done, what worked, what fun things worked? What did you do to go from a dollar to two? What'd you go from two to 10, two to a thousand, whatever. I think, I think it's possible that some people might choose to learn some cool things about stock market. Maybe they're using Robinhood. Maybe That's they're, exactly where my, you my know, head's going there's right all now. kinds of ways. Like it could be that I, I go door to door until, and, and I, I use the door to door example, but like I buy $2 ch- ties from China I have an online business that sells these $2 ties for five bucks and, and I have a thousand and then I go and buy power washing equipment. And then I have a business that I create a website and I power wash people's garbage cans on a monthly reoccurring revenue amount. And that business grows and I sell that business and have something like, guys, wouldn't it be so fun just to say, what in the world would I do to have a dollar? What, what would I have to do to have a dollar become a million? How long would it take? And wouldn't it be so fun? The, the part that I love about this is that everyone would be starting on equal footing. Like everyone's got a dollar. We, we, we typically exchange our time for money. And, and true wealth seldom happens from exchanging time for money. True wealth becomes more an idea than it does about exchanging time for money. I was reviewing some of the past information that I that I read early in my career about the marketplace paying you what you're worth. If you've got a job that you make eight bucks an hour and you say, this job only pays me eight bucks an hour. It's like, no, the job doesn't pay you eight bucks an hour. The the job, it's not that the job pays $8 an hour. Like you're only worth $8 an hour. If you were worth a hundred dollars an hour, then the job would pay you a hundred dollars an hour. You only get paid what you're worth. And, And whether that's a stark, sad reality or whether it's it's energizing. Like we get to control what value we add to ourselves and what we do at that value. It's just interesting. What do you guys think? London, like you're processing info. Can I just say that as soon as you brought up this idea and you're like $1, I was like, why do I know he's just going to talk about going door to door and being like, listen, I have a dollar. Let me sell it to you. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, that, that is, is such a rad thing. thing. I can see this coming into this conversation. And Loki, he could do it. Oh, totally. He if could definitely could convince someone to buy a dollar off of him for I kind of want to challenge him to it. See who can make the most. All right, here's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> My personal promise is that if we, if, if we're willing to do this, and I'm not going to do it by myself. If I'm going to do this, I make a commitment to you that from my dollar to $2, it will be from me selling a dollar to someone I do not know for $2. I won't just find someone I know. And say, hey, can I have a dollar? Yeah, I, commit, I commit that I'll sell the dollar for $2 or more. Or more. Or more. Okay. Because okay. it's my y- commitment. You already know if there's a competition, if there's not a competition, but if there's a challenge... Christina's all the way in. Oh, I'm all in. You too. already like, know. <laughs> wouldn't it, like, and, and here's the thing. Wouldn't it be fun to just, like, stretch yourself to do something more than you'd normally do? Like, if I have dollar store items and I'm selling them for $3, I'm in the same position as you. Everyone's on equal footing. No, I think that's really cool because then you, because every, it will show that, like, starting on, like, equal footing, we'll all have our own way of getting there based on like our experiences or things that we feel comfortable or uncomfortable doing, you know? 
I think like, doing, as soon I think as you challenging talking, your own reality and doing something to outside of your comfort zone, that could be the coolest part. Yeah, no, totally. Because as soon as you started talking about it, I had like a million ideas come up. Well, hopefully a million <laughs> ideas come up, right? Of just like things that I've seen my parents do and, and how they've like become who they are and things that I feel like could be in my reach. And it would be cool to just like keep leveling up and keep being able to leverage what you have been able to draw in. I would like encourage you to keep it in there too. That's going to be my hardest part. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, low key when it when I'm in like law school or something oh, and I need to pay you. tuition. <laughs> like no. Listen, you're living right next to a shopping mall. Yeah. Marco, you're pretty quiet over there. I'm just thinking about the headache I have from these headphones. Oh. Take, take off your headphones. Take them off. But then I can't hear you guys. Yes, you can. We're in the same room as you. You're still going to have ears? Come mm-hmm. on, man. Dude, you're being difficult. <laughs> this on. is like what we talked about yesterday when you were like, we're talking about happiness. Reg and I were talking yesterday about happiness. And he was telling me some things that I could do to be happy. And then he was like, so do you want to do those? And I was like, uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, isn't that funny? We could just do something so simple and be happy, but we sometimes don't want to do it. It's like Marco with his headphones. I didn't mean to get so deep into that, but yeah, let me let me just expound on that. <laughs> no, I'm listening. I have to keep them on so that I can hear that your voice levels are are well, because I can see it on the screen, but I don't really know for sure unless I hear it. So really, you're taking one for the team. Yeah, and that makes me happy. Sacrifice. And I have Excedrin in my bag. I was just going to say, you need Excedrin? Wow, no, I'm good. It's day? not a big <laughs> headache. A million dollars. I've never believed that I could own a million dollars. I just haven't. Can I ask why? I don't know anybody that owns a million dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. I could suspect some people. You know lots of people that have a million dollars. Here, here's the Here's the thing. A million dollars isn't that much money anymore. When I was a kid, if I thought of a million dollars, I would have thought, man, if I had a million dollars, I'd be able to live forever. I think of that now like a billion. I can't fathom a billion in my mind. A million is within the reach of every hardworking American. All right, London and I are just going to head out <laughs> Disqualified. A million dollars is is possible with any person. I don't know Go what on. to say. I feel Keep awkward talking. because I've got two Canadians in the room, <laughs> and I just said America. America. Uh, America. North America. North America. North America. North America. America. Accepted. America. What do you think? I'm all in. Marco, the uh, like, what if it was possible? If it was possible, I would, I would immediately start. Okay. Well, we're telling you it's possible. It have you ever possible. have you ever Legit. heard the saying that it's better to drag your feet on the tree limbs? It's better to shoot for the sky and drag your feet on the tree limbs, than it is to shoot for the tree limbs and drag your feet in the mud. I've it's never heard that. Shoot but for the moon, and if you miss, you'll land among. And the that stars. wasn't a reference to Mud Lake when I said in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because it's Crystal Lake. <laughs> Here, um, I guess what I'm thinking is, first of all, it's possible. Like. Is totally possible. And let's say you got to eight hundred thousand. If if you can get to if you can go from a dollar to two dollars and two to ten and ten to a hundred, then you know that you can get to a thousand. And if you can get to a thousand, you can get 
to 10,000, just based on percentages of growth. It's not even like, I have no idea what, what that was. What was now. that? Christina, turn your dang phone off. It was outside. It wasn't my phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cut that out. You know, I've always thought, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be rich one day. But I never wanted to put a number on it because being a millionaire is scary to me. What am I going to do with all that money? Am I going to become selfish and vain and think I'm better than everyone else? This is such an important deal. Money is amoral. Um, money doesn't have feelings. Money isn't evil. Money isn't good. Money is paper. It doesn't have any morals. We do. We have morals. Money is amoral. Mm-hmm. I forget the movie, but when that weird normal camera guy got infected with like some superpower and he became like bad. What was that? What was that movie? Mega Mind. Like oh, you, you right. take this, you take this regular guy and the goofy kid. You think, oh man, he's a regular guy. You give him powers, he's gonna be incredible. No. He was bad in his core, and he was bad when he had the superpowers. Yeah. Money in and of itself is not good or bad. If you're good, then money will be used for good, and you're capable of doing good. I have a question. To get to this million dollars is my focus. I'm going to get to a million dollars, so I'm going to do everything I can to get there, or am I going to focus on other things in life that I put higher value on, and then the money will just come through my actions. How come you decided that those things are mutually exclusive? What things? Can I can I do whatever it takes to to a million dollars while being loving and a good person and other high priorities? I don't know. I'm confused now. So there there was an assumption there that if if you were doing whatever it took to get to a million dollars, that that would be at the detriment of other things that you find as mm-hmm. a high priority. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And what I'm challenging is that very assumption. Is it possible that you could do whatever it takes to get to a million dollars while being a good person and taking care of high responsibilities in other parts of your life? Yeah, I I do believe that. If you believe that, then prove it. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Challenge accepted. Seriously, (laughs) I can do that. I can definitely do that. Well, our biggest holdup, and that's I think this goes back to the, the feedback of the first million's the hardest. Is because we have to break mental barriers and assumptions that hold us back from financial success that are limiting. So here's the deal. I'm in. I want to know if you're in. I'm in. Marco? I'm in. Christina? I'm in. You know I'm in. When do you commit to have the, the bank account open with the dollar? Um, Can I start a piggy bank? <laughs> if you want to start with a piggy bank, fine. Actually, it doesn't matter if it's in an account. You just have to have the dollar come to a million. Done deal. Done. We can do that. We can do that by Sunday night at midnight. We'll have a piggy bank with the dollar in it. I'm going to do it tonight. Here's my commandment. Right. What is today? Uh, Who knows? Wednesday. 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 By the, uh, by the, the end fourth? of this week, I'm going to have my dollar, and I'm going to sell it for two or more dollars. And then we're going to talk about it next time we get together. And it's going to be to a stranger. Let's do it, baby. Yeah. Okay. Let's hit the road. Till next time. Love you. Thanks for hanging out and staying with us till the end. And if you fast forwarded to the end, I still love you.
Peace. Bye. Bye. Guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Brother Reg. It's going to be popping. We're going to give you updates, inside looks. You just got to follow it. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm.